Welcome to A Thousand and One Good Nights, a podcast about the stories behind bedtime stories. Follow along with two new dads, one a psychologist and one a book editor, as they explore the nighttime ritual of their foreseeable future. Hey, Hello, Nick. Jinx. Uh, yeah, uh, we should have. You should have just said hello, lighthouse. Call and respond. Yeah. Um. So uh, this book is uh, the book being hello, lighthouse. Of course, um, is beautiful, um, and uh, easy to remember because it, it repeats the title uh, throughout the book, which which I appreciate. <laughs> um, what, uh, in it's a recent Caldecott winner. So it's, it's, uh, bringing home the, bringing home the awards. What, what did you think of it? Oh man, I loved this book. Um, and I think part of it was, this is one of those rare children's books that you told me about it. Um, but I've, I'd never even heard of it. I'd never seen it, never heard anything about it. Certainly hadn't read it or anything. Um, well, so to it be, was totally fresh. To be fair, this is, this is a recommendation that was, given to us from stories uh bookshop in brooklyn i think hmm. and she's she's uh from brooklyn or operates in the area so it was a local book for them so uh credit credit to them for bringing it to our attention but yeah no it's it, it's a it's a marvel i mean uh, aesthetically like really pleasing there's that did you read any of that section in the back that's just about lighthouses yeah really cool so, well, let's, so let, let's kind of give people an overview of, of, why don't you give people an overview of yeah. the book because it's, it's newer. Yeah. So, I mean, kind of, it, it it's a, a really beautifully illustrated book about a lighthouse keeper shows up and takes, sort of takes possession of the lighthouse where he keeps his solitary watch. And then it charts his daily duties, what he does in the log. And, and then over the course, you know, he gets a wife, starts a family. And then at the very end, he departs and goes ashore and he's been sort of replaced by uh, automation and uh, they no longer need a lighthouse keeper to live permanently on the little lighthouse island. One one thing that is is worth mentioning is um, the start of the book. Um, like the, the first line is, I think, up there in terms of uh, first lines, which is on the highest rock of a tiny island at the edge of the world stands a lighthouse, which... Um, that, 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 I mean, it sets, that's almost, you could almost end the book right there. Right. And, and then, and then be done. And then it's so, um, and it's kind of unclear to me in some ways there is a narrative because, you know, you have there's storms and, you know, they, they rescue people and, you know, he definitely, he's lonely and then he gets the wife and then the, the family. And so things happen, but it almost feels like, like this is more like, almost like a nonfiction book about like light, like lighthouses and lighthouse keepers, just like you might buy a book on castles or, or, I mean, but it's, it's somewhere kind of in between the two where it's not like, here's learning more about plants. And here's the story of a, a young plant named Herbert, you know, and how, how, <laughs> how he struggles to, you know, find the sun or something. I don't know. Does that, does that make sense? Like that kind of space that it occupies between those two things where it's like, like teaching your child and then telling a story. Yeah, it's well. So it, it in a lot of ways it reminds me of a of a Wes Anderson movie. Um, yeah. Part partly the the visuals and the aesthetics, but also I think that 
in that sense that you're talking about, which is that it it doesn't. I mean, there there is a plot, obviously, um, but it's it's almost like it's not really about the plot. It's more about you, like a curtain gets pulled back into the the life of some person or some group of people, and you, well, literally like a cross section. You just got to right. get to see what's going on inside the those lives, and you and you 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 do get attached, I think, to the characters and, and what's happening. But but there's the sense of like uh, you just feel like you're kind of peering in. Um, yeah, almost like it, almost like you're looking through because it's circular. There's little circular cross sections, like it's looking through like a peephole or a window where you've like hoisted yourself up to like look through. Um, is that? Uh, I mean, what do you, part of the part of the way that it's like Wes Anderson is that conviction that details and texture is really important, and that mm-hmm. there's a story in in those things, and so if you really like, you can extrapolate kind of the emotional vibe, you know, from the, from the kind of the, 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 from accessories, you know, and, 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 and things like, you know, and, and sort of, uh, implements and, and things like that. You, they, they tell a story of their own. There's a lot of, I mean, just the way that Wes, yeah, Wes Anderson like stages and frames his shots really reminds me of this. One thing that well, yeah, I just, I feel like everything about this book is so, um, considered and measured and like on all sorts of different levels. So the, the, the lighthouse keeper is himself a, a pretty like careful sort of, um, thoughtful, like he's very conscientious about his duties and his, um, um, you know, keeping the log book and all that kind of stuff. But even, even like the, the book itself is when you look at the size of the book, it's very tall and narrow. It like, it's like a lighthouse, right? So, <laughs> so there's all these little, and then, and that that sense of it being like cross sectional, like it's this this like story that you're giving a window, um, you're given a window into. In the last like scene of the book is the family has left the lighthouse, but it turns out they live in a house on the shore that overlooks the bay, and so they they look back over into the lighthouse. Yeah, right, so can, that, yeah. Can we, can we talk about that a little bit? Like, do you so do you read the ending as? sad that he's that they had to leave the lighthouse and like are they are they sort of hanging like is it oh no now machines have replaced men and and we've lost something or but and they had to move away but at least they can still see their old home where they used to be able to live on their special i mean do you what's, no, what's kind of the emotional like, vibe at the end I, th- I think it's it's something close to nostalgia um but and and we i think technically nostalgia is when you you know you're, you're thinking back on a time that's you really loved, but it's also kind of bittersweet because you're not there anymore. And, but you, I think there's like, when I read that, the, it's not the last scene, but when he, he finds out that he's being replaced by the mechanical, yeah. <laughs> the mechanical lens, it, it doesn't feel sad. It's like a little bit unfortunate, I guess, but it's, it feels more like present tense nostalgia. Like, like it's, it's unfortunate, but this is kind of the way of things. Yeah, like, look, it's not like it's not con traditional conflict where it's like these evil, like these corporations, they're trying to cut corners and put these machines <laughs> in and, and you know, put lighthouse workers out of a job. Um, no, and, and, and the whole story is very developmental, you know, like it starts yeah. off, he's just sort of lonely and then it, it grows into like he has a wife um, and then they have a kid. And so his, the whole, his life is constantly in flux, which is, you know, like the, 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 there are waves all over this book and like even the, the, just the textures are very, it gives the sense of like 
flux all the time. Everything's sort of in motion and changing. Yeah. Well, so speaking of that, so he, how do you, uh, he, how does he get the, get, get his wife? So he's lonely. That, that, that's, that's clear from, from the book. And then he's, is he putting like messages in bottles and just, or is he already, was he already in communication with her before he went on his journey and they were, they sort of had a relationship? Yeah, so this this it, took it, me a few times to read through. So he, he's lonely and he's like setting a table for one. But then the line is every few days he writes her a letter and throws it into the waves. Um, so it's, it's this picture. He's, he's literally throwing messages into a bottle. And then, the, you know, there's a couple scenes later, the ship shows up with supplies and stuff and also his wife. <laughs> right. Um, so I, I sort of read it as, well, I, I don't think he's literally trying to send her messages in the, maybe he is, maybe he knows she just lives in the town across does she, the bay. Does she live at that house? She just, and she's finally like, thank God we get to go back to my land house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. Or, or I even, one of my thoughts was just. He's just he's just writing letters and throwing them into bottles. Yeah, he doesn't well, actually expect like an answer. It's just something to do. You know? Well, see, so my my thing was like that's sad. <laughs> he's just, he's just throwing <laughs> like that much good that's gonna do. But then it, it turns out it, it works out for him. So a lot of things work out. Like so, even that moment of surprise because it's it's that it's that fold out right because where where it, you get you get you 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 can open up the the pages and see that the, the how close the home on shore yeah. is to the lighthouse. And that's kind of like, Oh no, they've, they've gone away. No, nope, they're just, they're, they're still, they're still just right, right there on the, still got those magnificent ocean views. Still, still, right. still, you know, beachfront property or whatever, or, you know, craggy crag front, whatever, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. And that's a big, I feel like that's a, just a big theme in the book is kind of solitude and connection, but you right? Like, like but, it's in, but the point is like you, you sort of like you have this duty and you sort of stay the course and you submit to, to things, but then things do kind of work out. Like they, he, the wife shows up on a supply boat. You, you still manage to you right. know, be near the, the lighthouse. Um, and, and it's, it's not, it, it is solitary, but it's also not solitary, right? Like it's you, just because it's, it's a light. I mean, it's, the title is great because it's, um, lighthouse implies this kind of like cold austere lonely you know those would be words you would associate with it and then hello is very kind of cheerful and friendly and and interpersonal right and, and so that's like one of the cool tensions in the book is that and like you mentioned that in the pullout at the end you, while you've been sort of assuming this is a lighthouse like for me even though i know lighthouses are always close to the shore I, I was just sort of imagining like it's basically out in the middle of the ocean, right? <laughs> you know, and, but then you, you realize, yes, it's lonely, but it's not that it's not completely isolated. Yeah. Well, I mean, he says, or she, or, or she says on, on the highest rock of a tiny Island at the edge of the world. I mean, that, that turns, I mean, it's not how much of the edge is it really? If, if there's, if, you know, if there's, if you, if you can see a house from there, that doesn't, that doesn't seem, you know, too far. Yeah. But if you, but see that's, that's, it's a really cool, um, it, there's a lot of meaning in there. Cause it's, yeah. On the, on the one hand, it's not actually the edge of the world. Cause there, there are people relatively close, but if you're, you know, if, if this is, I don't know where this is exactly, but if it's, if you're on the, the Eastern most shore of Maine, you know, like in a lot of ways, that's the edge of, it's the edge of the continent. You know, right. and there's, there's not much else. If you keep going, if you keep going east, there's, there's not much right. else for a while. Um, 
how do you read uh, uh, Hello Lighthouse? Like, is that, uh, I, I can't think how to say this without sounding dumb. Who who's saying who's who's saying like is the narrator saying hello lighthouse is this this is kind of refrain because it's kind of straightforward narration like it, there's the narrator kind of telling you about things you know but then it, it gets interrupted by this foray you know, refrain hello 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 lighthouse and then sometimes the hello lighthouse is in italics is the lighthouse is, is lighthouse talking back or how do you how do you kind of interpret those lines. Yeah, I I think of it as um, so like w- what a light a lighthouse's job is to say you know thousands of hellos, knowing you're not going to get an answer, but then every once in a while you you get an answer because a ship comes by, or and, and that's sort of what happens in the book. There's lots of hellos, 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 but then occasionally there's a supply ship, or in the end it's hello, 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 and then it turns out they actually go get to see the lighthouse periodically from their new home so i think it's i think it's the lighthouse talking oh and, man, and then that's great that's so much I'm, I'm i'm so glad that i'm the one that asked you that question rather than vice versa i was <laughs> like who knows man like it's like it's a lighthouse it's just out there like obviously when you're out there you kind of you kind of talk to yourself and they go crazy <laughs> like, <laughs> i don't know though I, I i don't know that that's the only kind of um inter because it's also the beginning of the book is the 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 what's he called the lighthouse guy <laughs> the keeper the keeper, keeper yeah <laughs> the keeper um he's saying hello to the lighthouse right it's like his new job it's his new digs um right and then he of course he leaves eventually but he still gets to see it and say hello which kind of goes back to the nost- nostalgia thing like right. you, you can continue to say hello to old things even though they've passed um so yeah i, don't, I, I think there's probably multiple uh kind of meanings in there but but wh- one thing that's clear is that, as you said before, I think there is – this is a very, very deliberate book. So um, it's not um, – I don't think it's untoward to sort of ask probing questions because a lot of thought went into the, the composition. I mean, even so, the I was kind of surprised by the range of colors like that, mm-hmm. that they managed some of those storm scenes. There's a lot of like more – I feel like when I think of lighthouses and ocean, I, I think of kind of – a a pretty not stark, but there's like you got your blues and your greens and, and the color of the lighthouse and, that, and that's, yeah. and, and then, then that's, that's kind of that, but pretty much, I mean, there's a lot of violet and I don't know. Uh, and then even some of the background of some of the circles, like the, the, the wife is off. There's a lot of red in the book, the, the lighthouse, yeah. the doors and the lighthouse keeper's wife as they dance there. And, um, one thing that like, that uh which is sorry just real quick which is another great this book is so full of tensions like creative tensions but that's another tension with with the lighthouse which you think of as this kind of monolithic almost kind of boring thing but there's so much actual like color and life going on within a lighthouse which most of us would just think oh it's just some lighthouse and there's some person in there and it's super boring for months at a time you're just you know, shining the lens, <laughs> but like life happens even within a lighthouse. And, and, and the book does that pretty well just because a lot of the stuff it's, there's um, like he manages, or, or, the lighthouse keeper manages to sort of incorporate the unexpected things like into his regular routine, like except he'll note something in the log and that's what he does every day. But this time it might be a child or, you know, or, or something, <laughs> something like that. That's just, it's not just, you know, I don't know, 
what the barometric pressure was or or whatever it is that lighthouse keepers are responsible for 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 for, for logging and tracking um not a lot of but also not not a lot of uh uh personal conflict like there's never some scene where they're going like stir crazy or something in the lighthouse and like at, at odds whereas i can tell you if i if somebody had to live with me in a lighthouse for <laughs> for, for, for 10 years <laughs> Yeah, how long are they in the lighthouse? Do you uh, think? I don't, I don't know how. Well, how old is the how old is the kid at the? Because the kid at the end looks, I don't know, four, five, six. Yeah. So I mean, we're talking. Like I bet six or seven years. It seems like that's a that's a pretty right? good stretch of time. <laughs> at least, I mean, conservatively. So yeah, that's long yeah, enough. I mean, man. just to just to 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 if it's just you and the and the waves, and then two other people, and um, you know, that you gotta wait for that supply ship to, to, to get a second opinion on who's right in an argument. I don't know. Yeah. So there's not a lot, there's not a, a ton of, certainly not interpersonal conflict and not even a, a ton of tension, but there's, there's a surprising amount of like emotional range, yeah. um, throughout the book. Right. So f- from the sort of like loneliness in the beginning and like longing in the beginning, and then there's anxiety, you know, with the storm and um, having a baby at home in a lighthouse. Yeah. <laughs> and and there, but there's funny things. Um, there's yeah. excitement. There, so maybe you know, that's there's, a, so there's, wide not, range. there's not a lot of conflict, but there is a lot of contrast, and that I think pro- that's provides put it. that that provides a lot of the drama in the book. Yeah, contrast and tension. Um, right. Just but, I mean, even even like at, at every like visually, you know. Uh, what, like, what are the main, like, it's like the like, circles and straight line. I mean, there, there's kind of, uh, like visual elements that are kind of at odds with each other. Once again, like not, they're, they're just sort of placed side by side and the, the tension isn't that they're like butting up against each other, but it's, it's almost this like sort of like static, you know, contrast between, between, between the two of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like even just the, the lighthouse itself is very straight and lots of sharp lines um but then and then the ocean is very curvy right and and more organic but then you go inside the lighthouse and it's it's actually very curvy inside because it's not it's not just straight up and down it's actually this structurally it's round too and it's very a lot of the scenes inside the lighthouse are they're very warm and like the the light is often much warmer than the lighting in, in the outside um so yeah, there's just all these really cool little tensions and, and contrasts that I think I think totally make up for. It, you almost feel like it would be too much if there was all of that's going on in this book and some sort of big interpersonal um, drama or tension too. Right, it might just yeah. be too much. So so you yeah, think that that's that, that's you know like as we said that so that's that's it's by design that it's kind of set up the way that it is. Yo, yeah, I, yeah, I think so. Was is there um, anything you thought that um, that it's obvious that it's you know this is a really deliberate thing and and the the author make any mistakes? Did Sophie make any missteps, or you you would you would cut a you would cut a page out? Or like I don't know why they had that in there. Or that everything was really interesting. Maybe want to learn more about lighthouses. Except this page was really boring. Or is, is it all like every, she doesn't miss a beat? I the um I can't tell if I the uh, the, the page at the end that that folds out yeah I, 
I, I can't decide if it, if it totally works or maybe it's a little gimmicky. I don't know. Um, like I, I definitely like the effect and I don't know how you could pull that effect off of like literally showing, Oh yeah, the, the shore is like right there. Um, I don't, I don't know if you could do that in such a dramatic way. Um, and I don't know, gimmicky sounds um, a little too pejorative, but um, okay. Well, I have well, this brings up an interesting question that I hadn't thought of before. Do your do your kids ever? Jack is always asking questions about uh, like where did such and such go? Like when things aren't on the page, like there's a a character uh, that's it's just or it's just it kind of the 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 book will focus in so kind of like there's like it zooms in and so before we were looking at a scene of people and now we're just looking at so and so shoe and it must be like well what happened to like Aunt Sally? It's like well she's just and I kind of like point oh, I, she's just over there. Do your girls ever do they do they understand that this is like like this is like a, a tighter shot or a wider perspective or do they have a sense for that at all? That's interesting. That has not come up um yet, but I I'm kind of surprised that it hasn't because that seems like a very natural question. Like wait, what's going on here? <laughs> Did they, if you read this to them, did they appreciate the, like, did they like the fold out page? Um, I don't know. Honestly, I think it was maybe a little over their heads at first. Um, I'm just, and too, I, I feel like kids get kind of, um, set, like they just get sort of used to a lot of kids books are so fast paced and hyper stimulating and so many colors and, um, it, that it, this can feel sort of like a book like this could feel kind of like walking in sand, you know, yeah. compared to a lot of other children's books. So I, this is going to want to be the ones, those ones we're gonna have to kind of reintroduce periodically and see if it starts to grow. I think. The only thing that, um, I, uh, in, in there's like a, a fold out page, I just, I just, that's, that's not going to make it like that's, that's not, you know what that, that in our book in, in a year, the lighthouse keeper will, the lighthouse will be gone. Like, and then, and then they won't be close by. Yeah. So this will, it'll be interesting to see how this book um, fares over time. Cause I, I obviously it's, I, I feel like it's any adult who, any like thoughtful adult who reads this is like instant classic, right? Like it's yeah. so, it's just so um, yeah, well considered and, and thoughtful and smart and, and beautiful in a lot of ways. But I think that the test will be, does it also, do kids really resonate with it too? Like if you had to say what, what age, what's the target age, if you were the editor on this book and you had to put the little for ages, you know, three to six or like, what would you say for this? I don't know. Cause the thing is like, once again, it, it going back to that, like when I was a little, when I was a really little kid, I still loved things like uh, I had an animal encyclopedia and a book of like dinosaurs and books just kind of about things. And I didn't, I would just open it up and kind of stare at the cross sections of the pictures or yeah. like the, and, and, and it, and I wasn't so much the story, but it was just, Oh man, this like, and like the objects, the little, the, the you know, the little, uh, I don't know, th there's all these ups of kind of the, the tools and implements that he uses. And, and uh, so I, I could see that at a very early age, just sort of like being like, just, it's just out and you're just kind of staring at it, you know, not, mm -hmm. so I don't know what age, like what the, what the age where you're like, I'm going to read this book to myself. I, I, it's hard for me to imagine kids doing, I don't know, I guess. Um, do you, do you have a sense for, like, do you, do you remember, do you remember other books like, I mean, this is a very unique book, but do you remember books kind of of this ilk from your own childhood? Yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't know that I do. And partly that could just because that could be because, I don't know. Were there books? What I feel like there, there's a point 
where the, the market has to be big enough, like the market for children's books has to be big enough to where for someone to write a book like this, right? That, that is, it's almost, it's almost like someone who could have written a novel, but decided yeah. to write a kid's book instead. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I can't think of any books from um, my I mean, childhood. You know, this, like isn't, this, exactly. this isn't entirely, uh, it, very different tonally, but the uh, um, Animal Friends at Maple Hill Farm. I was kind of thinking about that, actually. Yeah. You know, where it's just like, not really applied. It's like, here's the farm. We're going to just, we're going to sort of tour the farm and you're going to have glimpses into things. And yeah, there's a lot of character, you know, like kind of creatures and things like that, but it's more of just like showcasing like a particular world and you get acquainted with like farm life. So I think that there, there have been, I, I could see this, I could see this in the, t- I, I could see this making it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I would, I would bet on that. So something I just noticed as, um, as I'm looking at here, the, the last page, if you look at the, um, in their house on the little like shelf leading up to the stairs, a couple interesting things you see, you see a photo of them married, like on their wedding day. Yeah. Which sort of implies maybe they were married before, like he went off to the lighthouse, right? Yeah. Or because he couldn't have, he didn't leave the lighthouse, right? You can't leave the lighthouse. I, I guess, I mean, that's maybe that's, yeah. I mean, he doesn't leave the lighthouse in the book, so I don't know what's happening off, off, you know, off, off screen. But then yeah. also there's, there's a bottle with a letter in it. Yeah. So okay. presumably she got one of the she bottles. She got one of them. Right? Yeah. Or, or he just says like, listen, before you showed up, this is what I was reduced to. I was just putting some paper in a bottle and sending them out. And that was like, that was, that was, that was conversation. So, I mean, so just a reminder of like how lucky I am to have you in my life. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is just a great one. I'm, I'm, it's a great recommendation. I'm very glad to have read it. I'm sure yeah. we will give it lots more, lots more yeah. reads. Yeah. Thanks stories bookshop. Hey everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode of A Thousand and One Good Nights. If you want to learn more about this book and other bedtime stories, check out our website at 1001goodnights.com. That's 1001goodnights.com. Be sure to sign up for our monthly email newsletter to get updates about upcoming seasons and other new content. Finally, please help us out by rating the show on iTunes. This helps spread the word about the show and get it in front of new listeners each week.